Welcome all to Life Hacks from a Counselor podcast, offering you some counselor's tips and tricks, as well as food for thought and self-reflection to support you in learning and growing. I'm your host, Janine Ray. We're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, and please receive my good thoughts and best wishes during this time. And since we're in isolation, what better time to work on bettering ourselves? A little bit about me. I'm an art therapist and a clinical counselor. I'm also doing schooling right now to achieve a PhD in clinical psychology. My goal is to help you process experiences, emotions, separate from unhelpful thoughts, and begin to heal so you can lead meaningful lives unfettered by the past or harmful habits and behaviors. The topics are all based on notions that I've learned in my work as a counselor and through life experiences. All of these are things that I've wished I had known sooner. Before the show begins, I have to tell you about my new favorite sustainable bedding supplier, Buffy. Sleep is incredibly vital to leading a balanced, healthy, and whole life. Buffy creates and sells the world's softest comforters, duvet covers, and sheet sets that are filled with breathable 100% eucalyptus fiber. This fiber is incredibly soft, and it's naturally softer and more earth-friendly than cotton. Another advantage to Buffy products is that they are temperature-regulating, so you don't kick your comforter to the floor. Thus, it keeps you warm when you are cool and cool when you are hot. Cruelty-free, hypoallergenic, and resistant to dust mites and mold, so it eliminates some worry and concern. I love my Buffy set, and I trust that you will too. As a Life Hacks from a Counselor listener, you can access a 7-day free trial in your home and free shipping. Please follow the link in the show notes to make your purchase and access the free trial and shipping. This lets Buffy know that I sent you, and it helps support our show. Enjoy your sleep. So the theme today is... It's you, not them. I had a story, and my story was it's others and the world that is making me unhappy. Even though I had a privileged life, I developed depression and anxiety. I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like who I was. I didn't know how to process big feelings and how to cope with difficult thoughts. I started to blame others and the world for my experiences, or more accurately, how I interpreted those experiences. Later, much later, I realized that the whole time it was me. The whole time. And I had the power to choose what sense or meaning I apply to experiences. This realization felt like clouds parting and being able to see clearly, which I was unable to do before. With this realization, I was able to make positive changes, 
I was back in the driver's seat of my life, and I want this for you. But it's them my thoughts would tell me. They need to do this. They shouldn't do that. They made me so mad. Because of them, I did this. For me, and maybe some listeners can relate, blaming others um, had a bit to do with entitlement. I'm a millennial, so I'm quite familiar with being assigned this term. Yet for me, it was really true in many respects. For example, I had double standards, such as people can't talk to me, like how I speak to them, or I wanted more than what I was putting in. I was expecting good things to happen when I was so caught up in negativity and putting out all of these negative vibes. I would project my rage a lot on others and the world. What I realize now is that I saw my experiences through a lens of negativity. I had a pissed off attitude towards life. There was always something to complain about. There were daily upsets, some big, some small, and it wouldn't take much for me to blame and feel victimized. Indeed, it was me, not them. Now I want you to reflect a bit because the tricky part about this topic is it can be difficult to see where we do this in our own lives when we blame others or we don't see our part in circumstances and we feel victimized the world has our puppet strings the world is dictating to us how we can feel so with an attitude of blaming projecting and not taking responsibility anything can set us off because everything depends on the external when we operate from this view, we never know how a day will go, and frequently it can go badly. Truly, it was the roller coaster living. We can take responsibility for how much we affect our experience of life, but implementing some of these counselor life hacks, you can open yourself up to having a very different experience of life. Life can be your friend. Sure, there'll be ups and downs, pleasures, displeasures, pain. But you can choose to be friends nonetheless and see your part in all of your experiences. So let me explain in a little bit more depth. Um, I mentioned the word projection earlier. This is a central concept in psychodynamic approaches to therapy. It can be confusing. Generally, projection is about figuring out why something bothers us. Usually, it is something that we do ourselves to self or others. And it's something about ourselves that we are usually ashamed of. Carl Jung said, quote, the most dangerous psychological mistake is the projection of the shadow onto others. 
This is the root of almost all conflicts. End quote. Young mentioned projection and shadow. Okay? And now shadow is defined as aspects of ourselves that we cannot see. And often these are un- unfavorable. Scott Jeffrey stated that, quote, most of us go to great lengths to protect our self-image from anything unfamiliar or unflattering. And so it's easier to observe another's shadow before acknowledging our own. It's interesting that we can see others' shadow, others' drawbacks, other people's traps and, and, and unhealthy cycles, yet it's not as easy to see ours. And I know listeners can relate to that. When we blame the world, the universe, we are projecting our shadow, the unflattering parts of ourselves onto them. We all have these aspects to our character. And when someone calls out our shadow, we can get very defensive, okay? And the key is to observe our shadow, breathe through what comes up, and respond rather than react blindly to those thoughts and emotions so that we can heal and move past its influence. So let's back up for a moment and return to the idea of blaming linked to projection and shadow. We don't take responsibility and blame others so that we can avoid vulnerability and uncomfortable emotions. We do it because it feels like others caused this, like they made us feel this way. But, you know, side note, really it's a choice. Often, it's an old, unhelpful pattern that we're playing out. Maybe it was something that we've observed um, important people in our childhood behaving in a similar way. Conveniently, we can blame others for the cause and connect to stories in our heads rather than taking responsibility. This is a sign that we have things to heal. It's a childish way to be in the world when we cannot connect to our shadow. Let me repeat that. It's a childish way to be in the world when we cannot connect to our shadow. Being a self-actualized, aware person is to notice and observe um, what's going on for us and our projecting tendencies we can choose to notice and shift our response so that the world no longer has our puppet strings. That is a painful way to live. I'm going to take a quick moment to tell you about Buzzsprout before returning to the show. Are you thinking about starting your own podcast? Do you also want a free $20 Amazon gift card? I am an amateur podcaster, and I love the simple and user-friendly interface that Buzzsprout offers to host my podcast. 
To begin, start with some gear that you already have and a quiet space and let Buzzsprout guide you through the rest. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. If I can do it, you can too. Join me and over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. To claim your free $20 Amazon gift card and to start podcasting with Buzzsprout while supporting this show at the same time, please click on the link to Buzzsprout in the show notes. I like to give examples from my own life in every episode. So for me, I'd be so angry when I felt that others weren't respecting me or my boundaries and wishes, yet, funnily enough, I wouldn't respect others' boundaries, wishes, etc. Here's uh, a story about my sister and the dishwasher. She wanted me to empty the dishwasher right when I first opened it after it ran a cycle. And I never did that. I just pulled items out as I needed them. And then it became confusing as to whether the dishwasher was clean or dirty. And she had asked me a few times to do this. And I ignored her either because I was caught up in my own stuff or on purpose. Um... Did I mention I was living with her for very cheap rent in her place? Anyhow, one day she was very angry about this because I wasn't respecting her request. My initial inclination was to react to her, rise up to her energy, yell, be self-righteous, blame. It wasn't me. I shouldn't be blamed for this. Instead... I took a breath, and then another, and I saw that I was causing frustration in her, and that she was hurt. So I asked her again to tell me what she wanted, and I really listened that time, and I agreed to her request and apologize. So, as I said, I might have even done that on purpose, and that's the shadow right there. The moment of choosing to respond and doing something differently than what I usually did was a great stride in my healing of a shadow part of myself. And having the self-reflexivity to step back from the lens that I was viewing the world and others through, I stopped projecting in that moment. I saw my part in that and many, many other subsequent situations. I'm not perfect, nor am I an expert, yet this way of being, at least more than half of the time, has helped me get back in the driver's seat of my life. I'm in control again. I use that story frequently when I work with people, and it might seem small, but it was big for me in this realization. I could step out of patterns of projection and living in my shadow story and, and, and choose something different. So let's pause here 
As I know you're probably thinking, but Janine, don't people deserve blame sometimes? And sure, they do. Um, Some people are not easy to be with. They can be abusive, manipulative. Yet a fully self-actualized person would, would be unscathed or not react so fervently to what the other is doing. We can respond to life and make space between us and others or the external. We can stay on our side of the street and tend to ourselves no matter what others are doing. We can choose not to welcome in people that are unhealthy, sure, yet we will never escape discomfort and pain and hurt. Life has a way of getting to us. Working on self is the only way since we cannot control others or what happens in life. As my sister Nicola says, you can't live in a bubble. Even if you did, you still have to cope with life. Not blaming and taking responsibility means standing your ground, supporting yourself, and communicating clearly your needs. Here are some examples of using healthy language in situations where others contributed to our pain. When you laugh at my feelings, I feel hurt. I need you to appreciate my perspective and to connect with me. Next time I'm sharing, I'm wondering if you can try to listen and understand me by nodding or just looking at me. Here's another one. If you're choosing to be unkind, then I don't feel like being a part of it. Let's talk when we've calmed down. And lastly, when you drink more than two glasses of wine and walk home, I feel concerned about your safety. I need to know that you are safe Can you please text me next time you leave so that I can know when to expect you back? As Marshall Rosenberg states, we can communicate our needs and make requests, but we cannot change people or make them do things. Okay? All we can do is make choices for us about how to proceed. And that comes back to it's you, not them. I'm asking you to stop blaming outside forces and instead choose to cultivate a disposition of awareness. Maybe practice mindfulness. Breathe, breathe, breathe. The feelings and thoughts will still be there. Respond. Step back from the lens that you are viewing the world from. Become aware of how you are seeing experiences, yourself and others. Do your best to avoid taking things personally because this can create room for responding. Remember from my earlier podcasts and blog posts that the emotional reaction is you and that is your choice. Your emotional reaction is not caused by anyone or anything else. You actually interpreted and reacted all on your own. Now, I'd like to reiterate and sum up the central message from this episode. 
Notice what things elicit certain responses in you. Often it's a feeling of self-righteousness, but not always. Disgust, anger, fear, shame, among other feelings, can be present. Your emotions are trying to tell you something. And we can respond to life even though we're having big emotions. By not reacting blindly and by hearing the pain and fear behind the feeling, we're more likely to respond and not blame and project. Know that the world doesn't have to change for you to be okay. You can be okay within. Sometimes when we change, the outer world or our experience of it also changes. And that was true in my case. I encourage you not to blame yourself when you blame others. Because you will. If you've had an emotional reaction and you are bothered very much by someone or something, it's healthy to reflect. You can ask, where did this reaction come from? What is the hurt part of me wanting? How can I ask for it, get it in a healthy way? If I was to do it again, what would I do differently? Next time, I'll breathe, take pause, notice my feelings, and maybe choose differently. Okay? And this stuff can be overwhelming, yet if we just choose to start, it gets easier. So hang in there. Each time you work through and honestly address an aspect of you that is a shadow, it makes it easier and easier to work through other pieces. Also, you feel lighter and as though you're working with the world rather than against it. So why not challenge yourself to respond to life rather than react to it? Reactions, projections, and blame are often autopilot patterns that originated in the past. To lead a meaningful life, we can take responsibility for ourselves and limit projection. It is adult, mature, and human to accept our part or our shadow with presence, awareness, mindfulness, and choosing helpful things, we can respond to life and face the shadow and the projections as they come up, because they will. Life will always tempt or challenge us to revert to unhealthy ways of being. If you mess up, and you will, try again. As Joseph Campbell stated, quote, Life has no meaning. Each of us has meaning, and we bring it to life. Life has no meaning. Each of us has meaning, and we bring it to life. This quote relates to the theme of it's you, not them, because we are making meaning in telling stories about ourselves, others, and the external, and these stories can be destructive. Awareness, observation, reflection, 
and responding can help us see the meaning that we desire and not the meaning we do not desire. Remember, it's you, not them. If you'd like to support the show and also access commercial-free content, please see the show notes for our Patreon account information. For just $5 a month, you can receive bonus content, such as Q&A recordings, unpublished episodes, and my show scripts. You'll also be able to engage with me on the message board and request topics. Help support our show by becoming a Patreon member for Life Hacks from a Counselor today. In addition to becoming a show patron, you can also support the show by purchasing Buffy sleep products or by starting your own Buzzsprout podcast using the specific links in our show notes. This lets the affiliate sponsors know that the show sent you and then they support us in return. Thank you for supporting our show. If you're looking for a counselor, I am taking online and telephone clients during this uh, international health crisis. Also, I have a wonderful team of counselors who are also available for clients and they have similar philosophies and approaches to myself. Please email us at info at artforchange.ca for art therapy focused sessions or info at bringtobalance.com for talk therapy focused sessions. That's info at artforchange.ca or info at bringtobalance.com. Take care and be well all.